Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Wednesday, June 1st. U.S. equity futures are mixed, so you have S&P futures up six points. That's about 14 basis points. The Nasdaq futures are down 10 points. That's just about seven basis points. And then the Dow futures are up 129 points. That's about 40 basis points. The major European indices are trading mixed, so you have one index down about 10 basis points. The other's up about 20 basis points. Strong outperformance in auto stocks up over a percent. Uh, banks are trading well. Also, you're seeing underperformance in basic resources, along with uh, utilities, energy, telecom, healthcare, and real estate. And then Asia was mixed overnight. You had Japan traded well. Uh, the Hang Seng ended down about 50 basis points. So fairly quiet this morning um, in terms of major macro news. You did have a bunch of economic data out. I would say generally skewed negative, although it's really not having a dramatic impact on the overall narrative. Um, you know, none of the numbers really stood out as being, um, you know, terribly controversial, but the uh, bulk of the data did fall a little bit short of expectations. These are mostly um, uh, April and May figures. On the COVID front in China, so more of the same, Shanghai, you know, today, June 1st is when Shanghai is throwing off most of the restrictions. So the city is essentially coming back to normal. It's, it will take several weeks for a lot of the factories to come back to where they were before the lockdowns were implemented. There's going to be a big backlog of product going into Shanghai, um, you know, raw materials for the factories, and then, um, you know, shipping product back out of the city. So it's not as if today the economy is back to where it was, but certainly they are on, uh, you know, the road to progress. And I suspect you're going to see more positive news around supply chains. I wrote something yesterday about this, but you've seen a bunch of big OEMs in the last week make bullish remarks about the state of global supply chains. And I think more companies um, will echo those sentiments, although I don't necessarily think that is kind of um, exclusively a positive for the market. I think there are some downsides to keep in mind. And I write about that in a separate piece. Beijing also making more positive comments. You know, this is something in the last several days that Beijing um, has intimated that its COVID outbreak is essentially under control. So that city is moving in the right direction. But again, that's mostly as expected right now. The question is, um, you know, can they keep case figures suppressed? And then how quickly can they kind of return to normal? Um, On the Russia-Ukraine front, nothing all that new to talk about. Um, Biden had an op-ed last night in the New York Times saying they're going to be shipping these kind of advanced rocket launchers into Ukraine. Um, Russia is cutting off more countries. So Finland and Denmark, the gas shipments were cut off. Russia suggests that the other major buyers of its gas have agreed to its ruble payment demand. Um, So there shouldn't be any more shutoffs, but obviously this is going to stay a risk. Europe yesterday implemented a partial embargo of Russian oil purchases. Um, so st- still relatively unclear how that whole um, situation is going to play out. Uh, it doesn't look like there's going to be um, you know, any type of a imminent ceasefire, but Russia is proceeding. Um, it is making further progress in the Donbass region as far as kind of um, capturing full control of it, which should give Putin some semblance of a victory. Um, but again, I don't think you're going to see uh, the Western powers agree to any type of a deal that allows Russia to retain control of all the land it's taken since invading in February. Uh, nothing, all the incremental on the Fed front, you do have a lot more noise in the ECB about um, the pace of its rate hike. So we have the ECB meeting next Thursday. There won't be a hike then, but they've been explicit that the rate hike is coming in July. 
And then you're going to see rate hikes over the course of all the rest of the meetings um, for this year, July, and then on until December. Um, you know, the market right now is pricing in about 100 basis points of a hikes over the course of the year for the ECB. Um, you know, there's still some questions about whether one of those meetings is 50 basis points versus 25 basis points. Um, but relatively slow on the Fed on the Fed front. Um, you know, we know we're going to get 100 basis points from the Fed over the course of the next two meetings. Um, and, you know, and the question is whether or not they kind of pause in September. And I think that that will come down to the trajectory of inflation. Um, so we get the jobs report this Friday, but next Friday, the 10th is when you get the, the CPI for the month of April. So obviously that's going to be a crucial data point. Um, on the earnings front, you know, we're in the tail end of the April and earnings season. So the volume of reports is slowing. Salesforce last night was very strong. Um, they did trim their top line guidance only because of FX. The tone on the call is very bullish about demand, um, you know, demand from their customers. CEO talked about how they just, he just met with a, a slew of this, the major customers of the company. Um, and the pipeline is very strong. HP also was pretty decent. Uh, Victoria's Secret was strong. And then in Europe this morning, Doc Martens, um, the, the boot maker, that stock is up about uh, over 20% off of a strong earnings report. So decent um, headlines on the earnings front. The calendar for today, the U.S. manufacturing ISM hits 10. Bank of Canada is expected to hike rates 50 basis points at 10 a.m. Beige Book at 2 o'clock. And then for earnings, um, nothing too major, but you do have a bunch of names after the close, including Chewy, HP Enterprises, NTAP, uh, PVH, and more. And that is everything for today, Wednesday, June 1st. Thank you for listening.